When having an autoimmune disease, I feel like we know how many bad days we have, but we all try to put it aside and pretend like those bad days don't happen. On social media, in general, everyone's always trying to romanticize the good days that they have. But I feel like it's looked down upon to show the hard times, which I feel like has helped me build the community that I have because I always show the hard times. Because to me, that's my life. You know, the hard times are the times I don't want to share with people. It's the times that I don't tell my friends. It's the times that I, my family doesn't know that I'm not okay. But those are truly the days that make me so goddamn strong. And I feel like we're always trying to find a way to get out of those bad days. Because who wants to have a bad day? We all want to live in this positive world, this positive mindset, this utopia where we're all in good health, where every day is amazing. But that's not always the case, especially when you have an autoimmune disease or especially if you have more than one autoimmune disease. And as much as those bad days suck, I am here to tell you that those bad days are forming you into the person you are today. Those bad days are making you so much of a stronger person than, it, than if every day that you lived was a good day. And those bad days make you realize how good the good days actually are. And they help you not take your health for granted because I feel like so many people that I know that don't have an autoimmune disease or a health ailment, they're, they don't realize how good they have it in terms of having good health. And having those bad days helps me appreciate, like, wow, I feel good right now. I don't feel bloated. When you get to that point, it makes your life so much more happy and so much more positive because you can be like, I've gone through the hardest of hard and I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Today, I wanted to come on here and talk about the hard times and talk about the bad days and talk about the things that nobody else wants to talk about because sharing these things puts you in a huge state of vulnerability. Um, personally, for myself, I don't tell people about the bad times. I don't go to my friends and family and say, oh my God, today I had the worst stomach pain and I cried in my bed for three hours. Please help me. I don't do that because in terms of society, I feel like we've been talked down upon to be strong and to be stoic and to keep your head high and showing the bad days and the bad times and the hard times puts you as like someone that's weaker, which is just not, not how I see it anymore. I find that being able to be vulnerable and to share those hard times shows that you believe in yourself and it shows that you're able to be vulnerable with people and it shows that you're part of the community that's trying to help other people overcome those hard times. And I would say on many of my platforms, I always try to stay positive. I always try to tell people like, keep pushing, you'll get through it. And that is the case. If you do keep pushing and you do keep a positive mindset and you do keep your head high, you will find that point where you can overcome any obstacles. But again, you won't be able to reach that point until you've experienced the worst of worst times. And I can truly say for myself, because of all the times I've spent in the ER, because of all the times I've got cross-contaminated, because of all the shit that I've been through with celiac disease, has truly made me the most strong and the most independent person I have ever been. Now, you may be sitting at your house right now in the worst of worst pain, wondering, why is this happening to me? Why am I in this pain? Why did God choose me? Why do I have to have these diseases? 
And sitting in a place where I have almost healed my autoimmune diseases and my symptoms, I look back on those times and I'm like, wow, I was given these autoimmune diseases because I was so strong to push through them. Um, someone told me once that God gives the hardest battles to its strongest warriors. I think that's the saying, or it's something along those lines. And that always spoke out to me, and it always helped me see life from a different perspective. Because I think about it, and I'm like, you know, it's so true. Because not everyone is able to handle having an autoimmune disease. Not everyone is able to handle living life with pain every single day. And if you are gifted with that and you can overcome that it just shows the type of person that you are and it's a reminder yourself to yourself to be patient with yourself to be gentle with yourself to just remind yourself look at the life you're living look at the painful times that you've gone through and then be grateful for how hard you've pushed through those times and be grateful for the person that it's made you today so I hope after that little spiel, it kind of makes you realize like, wow, look at all the hard times that I've gone through. Look at all the hard times that I've pushed through. And then I hope you realize how strong you are because I don't think enough people realize the crap that we go through as someone with an autoimmune disease. And I'm a personally a, wor- a person of words of affirmation. And I rarely have anyone tell me like, wow, you're so strong. So I'm here to tell you, you are so goddamn strong. And those bad days will continue to happen. Healing is not a linear process. It doesn't just go like, oh, I feel great now and now I'm moving in an upward linear direction at all times. You know, you have your good days and then you have your bad days and then you spiral down into a really hole of bad times and then you're going to come up and be the happiest person ever. And that's okay. But it's important to recognize those bad days and to be like, that doesn't make me a less strong person. That doesn't mean that I'm weak. It just means that I've been through a lot of things and it's made me into the person that I am today. Now, if you're sitting at home and you're like, okay, Lauren, cool. I realize that I'm such a strong person, but I'm stuck in this routine of bad, 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 and I can't seem to find my way out. Let's talk about a couple different ways that we can get ourselves out of these bad times because I'm not sitting here telling you every day should be a bad day because it's not. I'm trying to find the positive in the bad times because that's one of the things that helped me to get out of feeling negative about my autoimmune disease at all times. I would say when I first got diagnosed, I kind of viewed having an autoimmune disease in a negative light. And sitting here six years later, I view my autoimmune disease as my personality. I view it as who I am as a person. I view it as something I'm so proud of because it's me. I am celiac disease, I am Crohn's disease, I am IBS, and I'm proud of the person I am with these diseases. It just doesn't make me any more weak, it doesn't make me any less than other other people who don't have autoimmune disease. In fact, I think it makes me stronger than other people because of all the things that I've been through. So I want you to turn thinking that you have an autoimmune disease as a negative thing into a positive thing because it truly is. You were given these diseases for a reason and you might not know that reason right now, but you will figure out that reason in the future. And you might be like, what do you mean by that? So like for me, when I got diagnosed with my autoimmune disease, I used to sit there and go like, why the hell am I in this pain? Why was this given to me? And six years later, I'm like, because I was able to meet all of you guys, because I was able to inspire you all to push through the pain. 
and I was able to completely change my life to working with celiac disease, IBS, and Crohn's, the community, every day of my life now. And if I was not diagnosed with these diseases, I would never be in the place I am today. I wouldn't have my TikTok. I wouldn't have my podcast, my YouTube channel. Like, And it's something I'm truly so passionate about and I'm truly so proud to call it mine and to call this community yours. And if I weren't gifted with these autoimmune diseases, I wouldn't be in the place that I am today. And for that, I'm truly so grateful. I've also met so many friends and so many people that if I was not gifted and given these disorders, I would not be, you know, in the place to be with these people that I am with today. It's introduced me to so many different people. It's given me so much more knowledge on people with autoimmune diseases and health in general. Um, And it's just truly encompasses who I am. So I encourage you, if you've had your autoimmune diseases for a couple years, to look back and be like, wow, how did this change my life? Who did this, what did these autoimmune disease introduce me to in terms of people, new experiences, more knowledge? Try to find the positive and the negative. That's my number one tip for you. Now, going back to before, I don't want you to be in a constant state of having bad days one after the other after the other because I know that can take such a toll on your mental health and it's not an easy way to live. My first piece of advice to you, we have a visitor right now. Her name's Donnie, baby. She is a cute little doggy and she is trying to lick my face right now. Oh, there she goes. She is here to give us all the celiac advice, right Donnie, baby? She makes my days. I'm currently in Hawaii right now and got my little Donnie baby next to me. The first thing that I want you to do is go to the staple store or go to Walmart or anywhere that you can buy a journal or a notepad and get a cute little notepad, a nice pen that you adore, and start journaling how you feel. And I know some of you might be like, Lauren, I'm not a writer. I don't like to do that stuff like that's just not me but I swear to god it will help you so freaking much being self-aware of how you're feeling just to you yourself is so important to be able to overcome the pain that you're going through um so every day that you have a bad day you don't have to do this every day but ask yourself a couple questions and I'll give you a couple questions here that you can answer every day if you'd like to do that first being what went well today always start your journal out in a positive way even if it was just like I got up today that's amazing you know you have an autoimmune disease if you're able to get up and get out of bed that is a positive note in my head the second question you can answer is how are you feeling physically and mentally some people forget that celiac disease is a physical disease and it's also an emotional and a um, a disease that affects how you feel affects how you feel about yourself and affects about how you think others view you which is super important to know and i think this question holds a lot of power in being able to help yourself assess this is the physical pain that i felt today as well as being able to assess this is the mental struggles that i dealt with because of this physical pain today and the last question could be what can i do to improve on those physical and mental symptoms that I've been struggling with today. If that was a physical thing that you felt was bloating, 
then you could drink peppermint tea the next day. You could do a low-impact workout, such as walking or swimming. If your physical pain was that you had a really bad diarrhea, you can work on eating different things the next day that help to um, bulk up your stool a little bit so that you will have less diarrhea in the days to come. It's all about reflecting on those physical and mental ailments that you are going through and making a list to move forward from and to overcome those obstacles because if you don't write them down and you don't even observe them and you're just like wow I'm in pain and you don't have a game plan to overcome that pain then it's going to make your healing journey a lot more difficult. After you journal how you're feeling I think it's super important to have a group of people that you can go to if you feel that you need to talk to somebody that's family or whether that's friends it will only improve your mental health to talk to someone about the pain that you're going through even if they're just a ear to listen and they don't give any feedback back even if it's a therapist a therapist is a great option you need to be able to talk your feelings out with somebody because if you don't it'll just build up to a point where it's unsustainable and where the pain gets too hard and it's just going to bring a lot of mental health issues into play, which I personally have gone through, which is why I'm giving you this advice. So as you journal how you feel, talk about those feelings with others if you're comfortable. But at the same time, step number three is to learn to be okay by yourself. And the reason I say this is because if you're not okay with being alone and battling through your autoimmune disease alone, you're going to be disappointed by a lot of people. When I first got diagnosed with my celiac disease, I was constantly looking for words of affirmations from others, from others to tell me that I'm so strong, from others to be like, it will be okay. But nobody was going through what I had been through. Nobody understood the pain that I had endured. You are truly the only person who knows the hardships and the pain that you have been through. So it's so important for you to be your biggest supporter. I need you to look in yourself in the mirror every morning and say, you are so strong. I need you to look in the mirror and say, I know the pain you've been through and look how you've pushed past it. I need you to look in the mirror and say, I don't care if today's a good or a bad day, I still love myself. It's all about working on those words of affirmation because in times of pain, we tend to forget how strong we are. We tend to forget that we are an amazing person. We tend to forget to love ourselves because we're mad at our bodies for doing what it is doing to us. And learning to be alone and to be comfortable with myself and the way that I'm feeling and acknowledging how I was feeling was one of the things that helped me heal so much faster. Because I wasn't waiting for someone to tell me that it will get better. I wasn't waiting for someone to tell me, oh, I know what you're going through because no one truly understands that. And you are your biggest best friend. You are your biggest person of empowerment. And I know you have it within you to get through the hard times and you've done that in the past. So you need to keep believing in yourself, spend time alone, acknowledge how you feel, talk about it with yourself, write it down. Truly, it will help you so much. When you're going through these hard times, I think it's really important to remember to grieve. I think, again, as a societal standard, people think that it's not okay to cry and that it shows a sign of weakness. And people think that it's not okay to not be okay. And I'm here to tell you it is 100% okay to not be okay. Cry it out, scream it out, punch the not the wall, punch the bed, punch a pillow, throw the pillow, let that anger out. I know what it's like. I know what it's like to be in pain every day and you're so mad and you want to fix it and you don't know how and you're on your healing journey and 
it's just a struggle and I know what that pain is like and you have to let it out you have to relieve it because it will just keep building and building to the point where you don't know what to do anymore so grieve it's okay you're allowed to cry you're allowed to scream you're allowed to be upset you don't need anyone to tell you that I am here to tell you that it is okay and you are allowed to do those things and it's so important to be able to heal because if you keep all that bottled inside you it's just going to build up and it's going to be so painful so I need you to let that out and I'm telling you it is okay to let that out I feel like the past couple steps that I've just given you have dealt more with dealing with your emotions and your mental health versus your physical health um, when it comes to dealing with celiac disease and overcoming those different pain obstacles everyone's body is different everybody's body reacts differently to different things um, but when it comes to celiac disease a lot of people deal with extreme bloating a lot of people deal with brain fog and fatigue um, and all those physical ailments and it's not one formula fits all something that worked for me may not work for you but I would say a couple of my biggest things is when your stomach is in pain really try to cook all your vegetables it helps so much um, try to sit, stick to really simple diets that's like chicken rice and zucchini spinach tomatoes and maybe white fish that's a great option try to make sure that you're having really simple non-packaged non-fried foods um, tea is also so important green tea is so soothing peppermint tea helps with bloating turmeric tea helps with inflammation ginger tea helps with digestion teas are the best place to turn um, to help you in a natural remedy in a natural way and i really would encourage you to add those to your diet and to your routine um, because so many teas can really pinpoint specific areas that you're trying to heal and you're trying to fix as much as it's really important to get in a low impact exercises just to get your body moving because during times of pain it is super important to rest your body is basically telling you something's not wrong. Please just rest me so we can figure it out inside. And I encourage you to rest. I encourage you to sleep, but don't overdo it. Don't sit in your bed for 24 hours. That is not going to help you. You need to get out and do some low impact workouts such as walking, swimming, skateboarding, yoga, Pilates, deep breathing literally will help you so much in terms of anxiety and dealing with a lot of emotions when it comes to celiac disease. So as important as it is to rest, you also need to learn to move your body in ways that feels comfortable for you. And if you've tried everything under the sun and you're still in pain, I really encourage you to go back to your gastroenterologist and ask them is there any other test that you can do? I've been eating gluten-free for X amount of years and I'm still not feeling great. They will have another test. They will have another option. Um, working with a dietitian is also super important. They will help you understand hidden sources of gluten. They will help you understand which foods are anti-inflammatory and may lead to more inflammation in your body, causing your symptoms to worsen. Um, they hold so much power and they also have a lot of natural remedies like herbal treatments. They can give you different recommendations like peppermint supplements to help with bloating. Um, they can also just give you different diets that will help specify exactly to the points of pain that you're having. So that is another great option. Some people do belly massages to help um, massage out the pain in their stomach. Some people do acupuncture. Deep breathing and stimulating your vagus nerve, which helps with digestion, is also super important. And something that I do to improve that is going to yoga and deep breathing 
and it helps so much and it's like the little things that add up and truly do make a difference. But now that we've talked about different ways that we can help get through those bad times, let's talk about what not to do. I don't want you to sit in your bed all day and dwell on this life and be in a negative mindset and say, this is not the life that I want to live because your life is there. Right now, it's just being shadowed by this pain and this burden and you're just trying to find your way out. Once you find your way out of the t out of that tunnel, it truly is so much more worth living and it will take time it may take months it may take a year but you will reach that point and you're going to be like wow i'm so glad i kept pushing through i'm so glad i was strong enough to keep going and i'm so happy with where i am right now and those times will come don't overdo your body don't consistently work out three times a day because you think you're bloating and you're gaining weight when you bloat you naturally retain water and that causes you to look like you've gained weight. It might even increase the scale, but that's all water retention. Let your body rest. Working out and overdoing your body is not going to help you in any way, shape, or form. And I can tell you because I've been there. I've had an eating disorder. I've had body dysmorphia. I overworked out. And it just led me into this downward spiral of negativity and a place that I don't ever want you to go. So work out your body to the point where it feels good, but don't overdo it because that's only going to cause more inflammation. And don't overdo it in terms of diet. I know people will talk about like, oh, to be that girl and to be that healthy, you have to eat X, Y, and Z. But honey, I'm here to tell you, X, Y, and Z is not a formula. What you eat and what makes you feel good is completely different from what makes me feel good. And if eating a bag of potato chips every day is going to make your way of living 10 times better than eating the most clean diet that's not sustainable like that's not worth it i need you to eat what makes you feel best i need you to do what makes you feel best and don't look around yourself don't look at what anyone else is doing everyone's life is different everyone's body is different and i can't let you compare because truly you can't compare yourself to anybody you are unique you are beautiful you are your own person you are fighting your own fight that no one else will understand but you but your body knows what's best. Your body feels everything that it does. If it doesn't feel good, then don't do it again. If you eat something you don't feel good, don't eat it again. It's always about listening to your body, listening to how you feel, understanding the intentions of yourself, and just focusing on you. Focusing on you is the biggest thing that you can do. Self-love, self-care, those are points of healing, and that will push you through the hard times. I know that was kind of like just a lot of information at once and I am giving you this information right now because right now I'm going through a hard time myself um, I'm feeling a little bit lost in my personal life um, and that is affecting my health as a result of it but I'm trying to push through these hard times and I'm writing down what I'm doing to help get out of those bad times and I wanted to share those things with you I am not perfect I don't try to show that I am perfect on social media my life is nowhere near perfect. I'm a human being as well. You are a human being and it's okay to not be perfect because nobody is. So I would encourage you to give me a follow on TikTok at Eat Gluten Free With Me or Instagram at eat.glutenfreewithme. If you just want constant daily reminders of what you can do to get out of those bad times in terms of physical movement, in terms of how to focus yourself mentally, in terms of diet, I share all of that stuff on my TikTok as well as on my Instagram, which is at eat.glutenfreewithme. Um, if you love this podcast, it would mean a lot if you could leave me a review. 
And I also have a YouTube channel, which I haven't been very active on, but it does exist. And hopefully more videos will be coming out on there soon. But anyways, I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I hope that you found it helpful. If there's a topic you would love me to discuss, please shoot, shoot me a DM on Instagram and I will totally do that for you. I love you. I appreciate you. You are so strong. You are beautiful and you will get through these hard times. I love you. Have a good one. Bye.